Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Zadak. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we are continuing the summer blockbuster extravaganza with, um, well, this is just a big mess of a film, isn't it? It's, uh, it's The Matrix Revolutions it, from 2003. Yeah, directly, revo- what? Revolution. what? It's a revolution. It is a oh, revolution. Those are messy. Famously yeah. messy. They yeah, are it, famously it, messy. This is directed by the Wachowskis, by the way. Yeah. Of uh, Speed Racer fame and that movie where Tom Hanks plays a black guy. <laughs> what was that a- one? He, no, he plays an Asian guy. Oh, he plays an Asian fella? And a, and a Wait, British guy, what, too. Is that Tropic Thunder? <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> Cloud, Cloud Atlas. Atlas. Oh, Cloud Atlas. Anyone see that new one where oh, What's-His-Face plays a dog? Yes, it's, uh, oh. it's, it's rotten. Oh, Jupiter Ascending? Stay yeah. tuned. Oh, you saw it, too? Oh, yeah. Channing Tatum's <laughs> playing a dog in that movie. A werewolf. Yeah, I he's heard. a werewolf. A werewolf? Yeah. yeah, he's a werewolf. A space wolf? Werewolf? And, and bees are aware that Mila Kunis are, is the queen, so they respect her. Well, of yeah. course. Yeah, I mean, that's that a well. given. Dude, you pack some fucking water with you, man. Get, yeah. get, get, some, get, some, <laughs> get a tub. Well, let me ask you guys this about the Wachowskis. Is anyone watching that? What is it called? Sense8? I watched the first three episodes because I had to review it. Um, and? It is nonsense. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it oh, is really? like pure actual nonsense. I so don't... par for the course. Yes. I don't know. That, that first Matrix movie, it's still, it's still great. And I just keep coming back for more. And I know I'm wrong every time. And I know I'm going to get fucked so hard <laughs> by <laughs> even trying. I don't actually. I don't think I've seen any any of their movies since this one. Maybe I, I skipped see, Speed you did Racer. The smart thing. I didn't see Cloud Atlas yet. And uh, Cloud Atlas yet, is... like you have plans to check it out. <laughs> Cloud Atlas is the nadir of film. Period. I'm gonna yeah. watch Cloud Atlas. I'm gonna read Infinite Jest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just watch. It'll happen one day. Gonna do the Grand Tetons. Oh man! <laughs> but the question is, who keeps giving them money? I, it's that I first, don't know why. It's that. This one made money too, right? The third made. They this? all made money. That's it. That's that's your ticket. But I, like, how many times can you be fooled? Here's your stupid side. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> but did was Speed Racer was a dud though, right? Oh, I'm yeah. correct. They've that. all none of them have made after money. Matrix Revolutions. They're yeah. all duds. I don't yeah. think they've yeah reached Matrix esque peaks financially. I right? actually, they've I, all been debacles too financially. Oh yeah. right? Disasters, and in almost every sense, like the scripts are always garbage. Well, that Speed Racer movie isn't a movie, but it's like a get super stoned and just look at your TV. Oh, yeah. Two hour fuck fest. Sure. That's all that movie is. And also, John Goodman murders people and makes jokes about it (laughs) after he does it in like a movie that's more or less geared towards children. He throws a man out a window and then quips. Hey, Racer X, you got a saw in there? Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we did some messy business on the track today. But so this is the third Matrix movie. And now if, if everyone recalls the quaint year of 2003, we were just getting ready to illegally invade Iraq. 
And these two movies came out six months apart, which mm. is the right way to do it. I'm yeah. looking at you, AMC Television. Although, you know what the bad thing to do is to end your second movie with just out of nowhere, to be concluded. <laughs> to be concluded on a shot of a guy that no one really knows who he is? <sighs> this <laughs> dude, Bane? The- Welcome to fucking Matrix 2 and 3. Guys, you don't know who they are. Where are the people I came to this party with? You know, it's just like every now I'm just talking to some guy from Cincinnati. I don't know him. I, Where'd I, my friends go? I heard about all the money you made on the first one. Could you not offer any of that to anybody? Yeah. Ever. I, I just I don't know what's going on. You're and, filling this movie yeah. with the I first, mean, the first predominantly movie's great. Australians and, you know, other Australian TV soap. Well, I feel stars. like a lot I of mean, it is like you have to, you know, get these people to agree to yeah. move to Los An- or to Australia where you're making these movies. It's kind of like why there's a lot of nobodies in those Hobbit movies. I mean, they're better known people. Sure, sure. Yeah. But it's not like A caliber whatever's. And I will get lost in those Hobbit movies and those Ring movies just as easily. Yeah. I don't know, ups, down, dwarf or elf, whatever the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Need a guide for all this but, stuff. But, like, there's a difference between that where they have a bunch of makeup. They're made up to be creatures, even the most basic ones. Yeah. Oh, these, are, this these one, people are made up to be creatures of the night. <laughs> well, they're club it's like rats. like tattoos and, like, <laughs> Hanes shirt, sleeveless shirts. Oh, yeah. Loose, That's it. Loose-knit sweaters as far oh, as the eye could mama. see. <laughs> I need to talk to the Zion Taylor because uh, that person needs to see, be fired. They, well, apparently they did a good job with the Silver Chair crew. <laughs> see, in the first Matrix movie, like... Like, you're like, oh, like, oh, and they wear leather and they got the sunglasses. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then in the second <laughs> movie, I'm like, wait, everyone dresses like this? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that made them stand out from all the squares. Yeah. And as soon as you start that second movie, everyone's copying them. Yep. Yeah. It's like everyone else in the world of The Matrix saw The Matrix and was like, <laughs> that's cool, and started wearing their Halloween costumes everywhere. <laughs> Those no. were big Halloween costumes, by the way. What? For quite some time. Really? You saw oh, yeah. oh, assholes yeah. walking around like Neo left and right. Until 2005. Yeah, I, it I lasted it a couple was, of years. Even after this. Chris, what happened in 2005? I don't know. It became socially unacceptable to dress up like a character from The Matrix. You know how you want to start your blockbuster conclusion to <laughs> a groundbreaking series? Your main character is stuck at a train station. Just, yep. just, just... Just waiting for the next one. And it is just a whole bunch of nonsense about how he got there. And that's the thing. Like, you can watch that first movie and everything makes sense. Yep, yep. It's crazy. Like, I, I rewatched this entire trilogy for this episode. When the first one, like, takes the turn into the weird yep. and you're like, wow, like, now we're going someplace. And thankfully, you have Larry Fishburne there. Mm-hmm. as You know, it is the Exposition Express, but sure. you forgive it because it's a new world and we don't know anything about it. And he's going through, and he guides you through, and it's totally fine. And then, like, it just devolves into madness. <laughs> and you're just doing things like a computer program's coming out of the computer world yeah. into the real world, which yeah. is what happens in this movie. Nope. And there's all this nonsense that you have to understand about, like, the cycles of the Matrix and how the Matrix Ugh. always has to reload itself. And Neo's not the first one. I, There's actually been five other dudes. There were five <laughs> other dudes that had that first movie sir, happen to them. Sir, <laughs> sir, 
I never gave a shit. <laughs> I absolutely yep. never gave a shit about any of it. Mm-hmm. It's, see, the, the second and the third are just like, let's get into the philosophy of the Matrix, guys. Oh, man. Fuck you, no. Well, gather around in the, in the common room. <laughs> We're gonna, yeah. And you see the power of love is actually in the computer system. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? The first one is great. It works as a self-contained movie. It's an action movie. It is an action. It's a sci-fi yeah. action movie, and yes. heavy on the sci-fi. It's it, and it's a good sci-fi too, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're taking one conceit, Uno, and extrapolating it to the utmost. Like, right. oh man, what if everybody was in a fucking computer program? Holy shit, bro! Then <laughs> it's like, well, what if everyone was in a computer program and there was a train guy and then there were two ghosts, and albino f- people, uh, and some <laughs> French guy, and he's talking to somebody. There's oh, a keymaker and a gatekeeper, an architect. An architect. Oh. I always wanted to be an architect, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Unconfirmed. If you played that Enter the Matrix game, I think that there were werewolves. Out and out werewolves. I think that they were legit werewolves. Were they programs? Were they written by the system? Yeah. Well, that's some dumb thing that they set up in the second movie where it's like, in the Matrix, if you ever ever heard pray tell of a Dracula or a Frankenstein (laughs) or a werewolf... (laughs) Well, that's just a computer program. Rogue program. Yeah, yeah it's, it's called Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah, I fucking played it from 1990 to 1997. Oh, fuck, Castlevania got out. <laughs> so when we get to this train station, we're greeted by immigrants. There's immigrants <laughs> that are programs that are like, we're useless programs. So we're immigrants waiting to be deleted. Yeah, totally. They're waiting for a deportation train, but, uh, by the way. But at least we saved our daughter. Our daughter, who's also a program. But somehow we're computer programs that have evolved to learn how to love each other. And what the flying fuck are we talking Does about? Does a male computer program need to fuck a female computer program to impregnate it when it's in the right cycle? Is there fucking computer birth control? That's what I was... I was like, did they make that one? Yeah. <laughs> how, how is this your daughter? Oh, we were, we were up all night coding together. <laughs> Dude, there was nope. Red Bull flinging all over the walls. I forgot to put on my coding rubber. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had a we had an immigrant child. And after I smoked my code cigarette, do you know they they somehow made Tron for idiots? Now <laughs> Tron is pretty dumb. Yeah. I like it, yeah. but so do I. It's stupid. This is even dumber. Well, because we're trying to take the uh, the basic idea of Tron, which is a boiled down dumb thing. Sure. Dude, yeah. dude in an arcade game right. or whatever, yeah. right? And, this, and this he's called Neo. And, but yeah, and that's the thing. We're making this whole world where there's all these ins and outs and this hundred year war that's been going on and all of this nonsense. And people will just jaw at you for minutes and minutes about <laughs> stuff you could never care about. That's the thing. The two movies combined are four and a half hours of people doing nothing but talking shit. Because that's all it yeah. is, is everybody just flapping their gums. And if you want to get into the real nitty-gritty of the world, of how the Matrix works and Zion and all that, show me where you're making the sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many sunglasses, and there's nary a sun I, in the sky I, in any I, shot. I would kind of like it if you went to Zion and just like... There was like a joke Ray Ban hut, and then there was a joke Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, that's in the you know whatever scary movie that The Matrix was parodied in, probably. But that 
oh man, if you were the guy, like you know, in like uh, you know, uh, World of Warcraft or Second Life, how people like actually make livings by like making computer programs and like selling clothes and shit. Yeah, the guy who's selling sunglasses in the Matrix is Bill Gates. <laughs> it's not. It's not the computer programming guy. It's just. It's I think whoever like, Oakley is, the person below that is the leather craftsman. <laughs> yes, because yeah. that dude's pretty rich Working too. Working overtime. So Neo's stuck at this train station. It reminds me of being in my twenties, like waking up in a train station, not <laughs> knowing what time it is, not knowing when the next train's coming. Oh yeah, how are you gonna get home? <laughs> am, I, am I being deleted? <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Wh- I have Neo's exact experience. <laughs> yep. I fell asleep on an uptown A train about yep. six or seven years ago. I woke up at 207th Street, end of the line. <laughs> yep. I walked out. It was a train station I'd never been at before. Mm-hmm. Looking around, totally empty, except for an innocent-looking Indian family. <laughs> <laughs> and then were you confronted by the gyro captain from the Mad Max movies? <laughs> I thought that was him. <laughs> is right? that That's him? Actually, that guy. Yes, okay. it is him. Right, yeah, him. As, as and, uh, train man. Days Ventura. When nature calls, he's one of the poachers. Yes. yes, that's right. How come he wasn't in Fury Road? I've been thinking about that for like a solid month now. I heard that. I heard. I heard an interview with George Miller where he said that he wanted to put a gyrocopter in Fury Road. Uh huh. Um, but they ended up not doing it, and he was never going to make it the gyro captain. So it wasn't going to be the same guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Just the fine. same vehicles. All right. I guess that's fair. You yeah. want to sort of reboot the whole thing. That's a great character, though. Yeah. That fella. So I guess at the end of the second movie, both Neo and this character Bane are in comas yes. together. So it ends with Neo, like all these little sentinels are coming at yep. them, and he puts his hand up outside of the Matrix and controls robots. Yes. Boo, that makes me mad. <laughs> like... <laughs> The first, you're breaking every rule you have in that movie, which is like, it's all about hackers. It's like a really cool hacker movie. It's the coolest hacker movie ever, right? It's the movie hackers wanted to be. Yeah. It's just like, oh man, I'm such a good hacker. I can be sexy. I could do like backflips and karate kicks and all sorts of shit. Run (laughs) sexy.exe. That's that's what everybody did in that first movie. You're right. Totally. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And then what these other two are, specifically this third one, is like, yeah, we know you like that first one and all the stuff we set up, but there's just a bunch of stuff we didn't tell you just nope. yet. And that's a crock of shit. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh, yeah, the one can do this, this, and this in that first movie. But then he's also learning how to do that, that, and that. No way, dude. It's like if if uh, Luke can teleport in Return of the Jedi. You'd be like, well, that's just horseshit. <laughs> oh, he just reached the next tier of being a Jedi. This is something we've never seen before in Jedi history. He's no. Nightcrawler now. <laughs> yeah, now he's Nightcrawler. <laughs> but yeah, so they're in these comas, and they're trying to fit. They're like, oh, wait a second. He, Neo's not having brainwaves that you know look like someone who has coma brainwaves sure he actually looks like he's tapped into the matrix and the whole thing is oh my god how did he split and go into the matrix while he's not jacked in or whatever they say let's break some more rules just throw them right in the garbage (laughs) why not so that's all going on and then here's the there's the biggest problem with this third movie not a lot of time spent in the Matrix. Nope, nope. Yeah, it's the Matrix without the Matrix. Yep, it's just a whole it, lot of hanging out in this gross military base in Zion. And because of that, specifically, 
Like the first movie, what was so cool about was that most of those fights were hand to hand combat. There were yep. big fucking physical fight scenes. There were kung fu yeah. movies. And yes. Now it's all like Terminator machines. We've just got firing these guns. at you. And like I wanted fights, motherfucker. Like that's what I. And even Reloaded, as bad as it is, has like a lot of fights. There's some awesome fights in that second movie. And this is all guns. It's all just big white, yellow blasts of bullet light. Mm-hmm. You can't see shit. This is an ugly ass movie. You're shooting ugly robots in the ugly face. And and when I was rewatching the first one, I, I was like really taken by the how little you see those those things the sentinels in right. that movie yeah because they knew that they don't look great we're just trying to get this story by here everybody yeah <laughs> and then we're going to get back to the actual fights and that's the other thing that's annoying too is in that first movie because he hasn't learned how to fly or anything it really is just some like traditional like hong kong wire work stuff yeah. and it's awesome mm-hmm. and then when you get into these other two we're flying all over the place the physics is ridiculous yep. and it loses any kind of cool like we're looking at wire work because you have to make keanu reeves a cartoon to fight all these hugo weaving cartoons so it's just a bunch of computer animation instead of the impressive fight choreography it looks so bad that once we cut back to keanu reeves as a human being, I was thrown off because I could actually see like his hair and it wasn't just like a block. It's just like a little Lego guy with sunglasses yeah. fighting. It's so terrible looking. Well, there are the, in the, we'll get to the fight scene at the end, but with, with agent Smith, but like when he punches him, it's as the, the effects are as bad as son of the mask. Yeah. When, when, when he gets that slow motion punch. Oh man, that's the cheek, really bad. It's so Bad. Look, I was watching fucking Buster Douglas boxing from 1993. <laughs> well, how the hell does he get out of pur- purgatory again? The, the, the... Well, he's basically uh, he's going to he's in, he's dressed like he's about to get all the ass in the world at a fucking cowboy bebop convention. <laughs> he's got the long the long coat, all black, some sunglasses. He's gonna fucking get that shit wit tonight. Cleaning. <laughs> Up all the, the panels it, at lo- the Hilton Convention. <laughs> Lots of black mascara all over your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I guess, like Tri- Trinity uh, Morpheus, Morpheus the, and this dude the, Seraph, who nobody cared about. Seraph's just the dude that's like assigned to keep the Oracle safe by moving her from one what appears to be poverty-stricken apartment to another. Like, I don't yes. know why the Oracle has to live in these, like, <laughs> I don't slums. I either. She's the always... making a fucking mansion. Dude, she is always in these, like, 60-story high-rise slums straight out of dread. And you're just like, why are you living here? You're the Oracle. I mean, I guess it's because she's supposed to be in hiding or whatever. Yeah. But so they go to her, and they're like, all right, what the fuck is going on in this movie oracle and, and she's, she's like, like oh have you noticed i'm a different old black lady now <laughs> man so yes the original actress like uh, passed gloria away. foster she passed away and then like the whole what they decide to do with it the conceit is like part of the oracle's like cover got blown so she had to change what she looked like that happens in the video game i read by the way which you can go <laughs> fucking fly and fuck yourself <laughs> You could fly up in the air, circle around. In the rain. In the rain and go fuck yourself. Because let's touch on that real quick before we get back to the Oracle. Here's the thing. 
they attempted to do this like cross-platform world nonsense where it was like these three movies, the video game world, and the Animatrix, which I got through like two and a half of and never went back to. And the whole thing is like, you hear from big fans of this franchise, like, well, actually, it all kind of comes together if you played the video game and you watched every episode. You know what? Fuck you. You're putting out these movies. I'm going to a movie theater. Mm -hmm. Everything better make sense. Everything. Also, you know, why the 10-year rule exists on this beloved show is because <laughs> 10 years later, you got to look at this thing in the cold light of day, and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking plug in a PS2. Yeah. I'm not going to go on eBay and spend $30 on a PS2, buy this game, yep. and play it just to understand what the hell's going on in this movie. I mean, thankfully, and those... And in five years, that's even less relevant. <laughs> those that's same, even less relevant. Those same cross-platform apologists mm. are the people that will then upload all that information to Wikipedia. Yeah. So yeah. we have that now, and it's fine. But, like, to force people to do this, one, don't tell me that it's, like, just your innovative storytelling thing. It's your cash cow. Yep. Yeah. You want people to go out and do all this nonsense. They did a similar thing with Lost, but the thing with Lost was, like, it was all bonus nonsense that didn't matter. That's you the way got to do that. everything in the show. Were they had a lost video game? There was a lost video game. There was like side web things that you would watch, but it was all extra shit. Like, right. want to see what that guy did last Wednesday on the island? Oh, go watch him do his laundry. Like, it didn't. <laughs> like, it didn't matter. Like, you could still follow the show. Right. But this is like, by the time you get to Revolutions, if you haven't played the game and read the comics and d- watched those terrible Animatrix shorts. Like you're oh, just we're, we're, so we're gonna get letters cheese. now. We're gonna get letters now. I'm sure. And if you like it, that's fantastic. <laughs> but I just don't have the time for it. I don't like things where it's like we're doing a bunch of animated things and it's all different animation styles. Well, yep. there was a Batman thing that was kind of that like bad. that. Well, I also just don't. A movie shouldn't be giving me homework. Nope. Yeah, it, sh- it really shouldn't. <laughs> like. If it's going to be that, it's going to be that. And, like, it's got to be self-contained to a certain degree. And this, I guess they end on a closure, sort of, but not really. What, they? This movie? This movie. Oh. I guess so. Sort of, but, like, again, I don't give a shit because all of it's been guns and bad effects anyway. Right. So the Oracle has decided, well, my cover's blown as an elderly black woman... Let's just turn into a different elderly black woman. Yeah. Like, they're looking for you in the Matrix. I, listen, you see a lot of these extras in the Matrix yeah. walking around. Not a lot of elderly black ladies. <laughs> Sorry to break the news to you, Oracle, but maybe you should try to blend in a little better. Okay, okay, just hold on. I got to get rid of Briscoe and Curtis, and then we'll. <laughs> and then we'll, we can do that. I'll change. I'll change again. Man, if. You know, it's like, we got to go to the Oracle. They opened the door, and Pat Morita opened it. And it was like, hey, Fuck I'm the yeah. Oracle. I would fucking start jerking yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how you change the Oracle mm-hmm. around. <laughs> was, I think he was dead by then, too. Was he 2003? Maybe. I don't know. No, he was alive really? oh. in 2003? Sure. This would have been a great role for him, then. <laughs> <laughs> or Cesar Romero. No, he was, Cesar Romero was definitely dead. Oh, he was yeah. long dead. He was buried with that mustache. Do you think he was buried with the Joker makeup on? No. no the no. suit, at least? I guarantee no, no. you. The, I, you know what? Some fucking fucked up mortician was like... Sewed it hey, into the lining. No, it's just like, you know, it's the night of, right before the wake. And he's like, hey, Johnny, Johnny, come look at this. 
you're an idiot, man. And it's the Joker makeup. <laughs> yeah. on Wash that off. The dude, family will be here in an hour. You wouldn't believe what they do to bodies. Oh, dude, they're fucking. They're posing with you, pictures. Did you, oh, did sure. you dye this stuff. hair green? <laughs> We're not going to be. Shave his head. Shave now we got to put a wig on him. <laughs> it's, it's it. You, you dyed it neon green. Fucked my whole morning up, Jerry. <laughs> you know, you're not running this place yet. I still got three more months till retirement. Where did you find this lipstick? Oh, you brought it from home. Great. That's wonderful. Valerie let you. Okay, that's oh, great. They got the lipstick there. Don't worry I can't about that. wait for Danny DeVito to die so I can do that, the penguin to him. <laughs> It'll take me six days. God. You'll have to get him in makeup at 3 a.m. before his call for the funeral at 10. <laughs> and another nugget of bullshit, which is Neo is stuck somewhere between the world of the Matrix and the world of the machines. How? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Because here's the thing. These sequels use the one as a catch-all for whatever horseshit you want to throw into this yeah. story. So it's just, oh, why is he stuck between these two worlds? Why is the one? <laughs> I don't know. He's the one. Eventually, <laughs> I mean, he's going to get out. I mean, he's the one. Come on. Uh, but you, what do you think he's going to do? Opposite side of that. Well, how is uh, Agent Smith allowed to go into the real one? Oh, he's the anti-one. Don't look out for him. He's even worse. Yeah, he does a double backwards on you. It's bad. That's what we learn in this movie is that Smith and Neo are equals. Uh, Opposite sides of the coin they are. Why? And, it, and it's well, it's <laughs> it's because it's it's like because in that first movie, Neo flies into Smith to destroy him. Yep. Yeah. And apparently, he's able to. Regenerate after that anyway, destroying the impact that the first movie had yep, altogether. Yeah. yeah, the second movie really doesn't explain that. He's just like, Mr. Anderson. He's like, Did you miss me? Something of you might have imprinted on me. Yeah, and because the one. Again, now, it's now, just nonsense. I got some of the one stuff on me, Mr. <laughs> Anderson. Mr. Anderson, you left some of your goop inside me. <laughs> And not that, like, you know, if you want to get your villain in here, man, I love Hugo Weaving and all, but get a bigger guy to play your villain. Yeah. And, move, like, move but on. Sense, move but on. Sense it's awesome. a rope, but it's, he is great. I'm you, mean, saying, you mean instead of bringing Agent Smith yes, back, yes, have a different because villain? because Agent Smith yeah. was a great villain in the first one. He was so good. Well, you know, they try to, they try to get you with that Frenchman. Yeah. They oh, tried oh, to oh, gave. But you know what, Steve? If you had played the video game, you would get it. <laughs> See how you would get it. it was. Dude, Lambert Wilson <laughs> wakes up every night and just cries about Christoph Waltz's career, right? Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's a real fucking course correction. Like, nope. But this Merovingian or whatever they're calling him, like, you listen to this dude talk in these movies, especially in this, this third one. Oh. How do you stay awake? <laughs> it is just Babble talk. It's nonsense. Jibber jabber. And it's something about, like, he traffics... Uh, 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 banished programs and hides oh, them for money. Like and the camera the keeps like out of here, ambling over to Monica Bellucci's breasts as he's talking. Like, no, 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 no. Over here, over here, over here. I have more fucking nonsense philosophy. She's another piece of shit, useless character. Yeah, yeah. She's just there for um, looking visual effects. Well, that's yeah. this movie. Yeah, there you go. It's twenty. It, the movie's been on for twenty minutes. We've had nothing but expository dialogue that's yeah. gone nowhere. Yep. 
Let's fucking haul ass to a sex club, man. It's the Matrix. <laughs> I've been here for 20 minutes, yep. and I've not seen one sex club is the, yet. Is this the evolution of like chat rooms and stuff? <laughs> yes. Eventually, oh, it'll just be all sex clubs. It's just going to be a bunch of gimps. All sex clubs. Humping together. The interesting like uh, uh, progression of clubs that we get in these movies. The first one, like <clears throat> before he's like propositioned by uh, Morpheus and Trinity and everything, he's just at like... What sort of? It's like a it's like a hacker club, you sure. know. It's like yeah. there's a bunch of steampunkers in there dancing and whatnot. <laughs> that second one is when we get the Zion dance party, and then there is another place that they go to, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, well, they go to his uh, the club again. Yeah, the, 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 they do go to the sex club in the, the second sex one. club. Is, is the it the same one? sex club? Because there is, I guess, I guess when they went into the sex club. In Revolutions, it was on Bondage well, Night. Here's the, <laughs> yeah, it's just... Well, here, the the uh, Leather Daddy Code uh, <laughs> split, and then uh, it came back into itself, so it was double. double. Oh, so see. everybody had to ha- be I a Leather see. Daddy at once. It just Sign is the worst. <laughs> it just... I don't know. Why, why is... It, not even that that's bad. It's just like, why is that in this movie? What's that doing? Hey, dude, what's that doing? Because <clears throat> it look, it's supposed to look cool. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense... That this like supposedly like highfalutin French guy mm-hmm. and his like highfalutin French wife or Italian wife are you know these big so and sos within the Matrix are hanging out at this fucking basement dungeon that he owns. And also, why do you want to watch? I don't know. Like, if I'm a computer program, why do I want to watch other computer programs have sex? Like, I don't know. Like, it's useless. It's not real. <laughs> That's the thing. Nobody ever says, "Hey, you know what? This isn't fucking real." Well, it's real enough that <laughs> Cypher wanted to be put back in. True. Oh, Ignorance sorry. is bliss, Steve. Dude, the shadow of Joe Pantoliano hangs heavy over all these movies because he was a character that I could understand. That I, you know, he was a bad guy. I didn't like him, but yeah. like he, he had some fucking emotion behind his sentences, which was nice. He had personality. <laughs> it was the Joe Pantoliano stock personality, but his personality. I feel like you attach yourself to this character because it's what you would do oh, in this world. Easily. Within <laughs> yes, seconds. Of course. Yeah, you would fail to kill Tank. <laughs> you, like might get, you might get a lucky shot off on Dozer. <laughs> but Tank is coming back. Like it or not, you son of a bitch, you're still gonna burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spirit of them's just living on in these movies, what too. What happens with, to Tank? Does, does he, he die in the second one? Is Tank even in the second one? I don't he doesn't think so. die in the first one. I don't. Yeah, think. he's alive at the at the end of it because he saves the day. I think he's the, the old hero. yeller him at the end. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Was it something that happened in the Animatrix? Oh, because oh. I don't think he's in that second one. Because the second one, one of the Animatrix shorts is him having cancer. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. <laughs> not like this. Oh man, that lady not like this. <laughs> Dude, just getting unplugged—that sucks. The yeah, process name... of getting unplugged seems oh, pretty yeah. unpleasant. Yeah. What was her name? Switch. Swift. Swift. Switch or the blonde woman? Yeah, in the I think first it's Switch. Yeah. Switch. Yeah. Switch. Well, I guess you could call her Kill Switch now. <laughs> and I think Apoc is the other one. Yeah, Apoc's a person. Mm-hmm. The other, yeah. Or is he? In, is he in Degeneration X? I can't get them. <laughs> I can't get them all. I get them always mixed up. Now, we also have, like, the amping up of, like, the ins and outs of the military rankings in oh the Resistance. And this is, like, I love Star Wars, but, like, all the parts where you're sitting around watching the Rogue Squadron's plan shit. 
Nobody cared. I don't give a it's, shit. You know, and to its credit, it's quick. It is. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm getting to it. Like, in Star Wars, you're in and you're out. You know what the plan is. Han Solo makes fun of somebody, and out we go. Mm-hmm. This is just minutes ticking by of your life listening to these people jab back guess, and forth. Guess what? Crimson Tide isn't fun unless you're on a fucking submarine. <laughs> and Gene Hackman that needs to be there at yes, the very also least. also that. Yeah, this movie, you've got Harry Lennox. Love the man, but he's not Hackman. He's not Hackman, and he's also got not Cornell, hacking it with his dialogue. You got Cornell West for no reason. Is that actually Cornell That's West? That's actually Cornell yeah. West. He's Councilman West in these movies. Oh. <laughs> they must have really liked him, I guess. Yeah. What's the deal with this ammo kid? It's like so much of the movie just decides, you know what? Who needs Neo? There's a, a young green-behind-the-ears kid that kind of wants to get into the Zionist military. Well, he's... <laughs> He's the little rotten turd from the first movie that is, oh, Keanu oh. Reeves saves. Mouse or whatever his oh, name is. No, Mouse gets killed. Uh, yeah, he was killed. Yeah, I thought that a, was the... I think he, it's just a new character, I think. In the second a, movie, he comes up to him and he's like, thanks for saving my life. Oh, I thought does, it was Mouse. Oh, maybe. I, no, no, no. Ma- Mouse gets killed. Mouse maybe this, is dead. Maybe this is an, just, another little white kid. Yeah, I, the, you know, their heads know, are all maybe, shaved. I may, can't even possibly. Maybe he's rat or something. Yeah. I don't know. At, at some point in the second movie, when they get back to Zion, like at the beginning of Reloaded, he's like, I just wanted to thank you for saving my life and blah, blah, blah. So I guess like just the overall saving of his life. Right maybe? before they get down to that fucking raid where they get like the rave where they all fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's a real fucking orgy. If you keep coming, cutting back to that thing, it's just like it's yep. the last night. The machines are going to fucking wipe us out, dude. Oh, yeah. It's just your hands there. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the light's not going to stay on too much longer. I don't know who's where, what's where. Just get ready for fluid. And that's... Oh, oh my God. Chris Cavan stars in Get Ready for Fluid. Well, to your point, condoms do not exist in this no, post. No, why would they? Yeah. Of course they don't exist. Food barely exists. You guys just made me choose the side of the machine. Exactly. <laughs> don't you want to fucking be Joe Pantoliano? Eating that steak with his... Chewing with his mouth open like a horse. It's disgusting. Yes. He's a disgusting person in that movie. That's what I But I, I would be. totally do it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You see what they eat in, in these other movies, man. It's like oatmeal with snot in it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he was reserved. If I was in that situation, I'd be like ordering five plates. I'd be... I'd be doing a real Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dinnerment. <laughs> if you are a computer simulation, can you become morbidly obese? I, you know, I don't. You, you, for some reason, there's no fat people in Zion, which I have. I take umbrage with. Everyone is sexy as hell, though. Yeah, it's just like, come on, there's got to be some. Even if food supplies are, are are less, there are fat people still. But there's got to be can't... fat people in the Matrix, right? I mean, I don't think they really do. They even show. Food? I, didn't I see you one see... hog in the whole thing. You see some dad bods, but like not anything beyond. Some dad bods. <laughs> yeah, you. Like Look a at little you watching chubby. entertainment tonight. No, it was people.com. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Even worse. <laughs> that's not that's not I left the TV on the channel. That's I went to a website. I, linked on to I intentionally clicked something. <laughs> but yeah, there's no fat people in the matrix. It wouldn't make sense because you're only getting like they're rationing off whatever proteins the machines are giving you in your little fucking oh, space right. pod. Here's anyway. the question, though. Is the computer system of the Matrix and your 
Sure, maybe you in your vat in the yeah. real world yeah. are thin as a rail. Oh, yeah. But you've eaten too many pizza megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> so the program. Yeah, so, so it's the, like it's like San Andreas when you can get fat in that game. I guess so. I'll take your word for it. I haven't played Dude, it, but yeah. Grand Theft Auto. That was the dumbest decision ever made by video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better go to the gym. Your criminal's getting out of shape. Give me a break. <laughs> Oh, give me a break. <laughs> Just run around this place for a while so that he gets his exercise in. Dude, your character, if it got too fat, couldn't run as fast and would get <laughs> caught by police but easier. What does it yeah, what does it matter to be fat in that world? Oh, your your weapon is a car, basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> At least that's how I play it. Oh, that's the only way to play yeah. those games. I don't even know where we were. I mean, like, he gets out of this train station for who cares, Well, right? that's a thing that was kind of unexplained. Like, they, they eventually get the train to him. Right. Because they make a deal with this uh, Italian or the French gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, because he, he runs the train guy. All Is right. everybody keeping up with this horse shit? Yes, that's how <laughs> they do it. They, they, make a, they make a deal. Let's make a deal. And, they- and somehow... The for whatever reason, which doesn't hold true to me, that the, the price that they have to pay isn't him shitting on somebody. <laughs> like it's not like, <laughs> or at the very least, like a glass coffee table should yeah, be involved. Yeah, something's like, going on. Trinity, a real like there. upper crust. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> yeah, kind of a thing. Because I'm a perverted computer program. <laughs> I mean, he's running all those clubs. Oh, the pervert computer programs. (laughs) What are we doing? They're out there. Uh, Yeah, they are. They're out there right now. Yeah, he the train guy comes in and like has superpowers and punches Neo through a wall and he's like, "You're gonna be here forever, <laughs> dude." Was I the only one thinking about Vincent Chevelli and yes, Ghost? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, get off my train! <laughs> Roar! I'm throwing garbage at you. Get out! Get out! Oh, I remembered what it is. The uh, Frenchman demands they bring him the eyes of the Oracle. Yeah. And 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 I'll I'll help you get Neo out or whatever. But then it's weird. I noticed just rewatching it today that like we just cut to a scene where Carrie Ann Moss is standing over Keanu Reeves and he just wakes up like, "Whoa." Well, there's some nonsense where they do a Mexican standoff where she puts a gun to his head oh, and right. like Monica Bellucci is like, "Oh, don't she'll do it. She's in love. And love is the most important emotion in all of the world. Oh man. There's that scene in the second one where she's like telling Keanu Reeves, like, I'll help you out, I'll help you find the key maker if you kiss me like you kiss her. Yeah. And oh. Carrie Ann Moss like puts a gun up to her head. And then she's like, no, you must make out with me so I can show you where this little Asian man is. It is the only way to save the world is to kiss me. Which is amazing that even in The Matrix, she's like living this high in society life and she's got a rotten ass husband (laughs) that has wandering eyes. Mm -hmm. There's this whole nonsense where she's like, look at the lipstick on your collar or whatever. And you're just like, what the fuck? He's a computer. You're a computer. Everyone's a computer. There's lipstick on your JPEG. (laughs) (laughs) But both these sequels, the first one doesn't do it to my knowledge that I remember. I just rewatched them all too. But the sequels, Love this, love that, the power of love, nope. yep. love It's a Huey Lewis God, video. Yes. <laughs> it's insane. It's all this shit with like, like with Trinity and Neo where it's like, oh, you love each other. I can tell just by looking at you. 
You're looking at a computer again. <laughs> They're just all programs. What are we talking about? And that was like a really nice cap to the first one is them like it was kind of I mean, it's atypical like it, it was going to happen at any at the end of any action movie sure that's two sexy white people in a hollywood film they it's gotta gonna get, happen you gotta get down to fucking sometime mm-hmm. what i didn't need was it to become the entire driving force of nope. these two other movies and that's all it is the first movie was about morpheus and neo which is a much more interesting relationship that's my problem with these movies especially this third one larry fishburne takes a fucking backseat and I can't stand it. Right, they, they Obi-Wan Kenobi him. Totally. At least in the second one, he has the awesome, like, freeway chase. Yeah, yeah. he's got a samurai sword and stuff. He's kicking ass in that second yeah. movie for that scene, at least. He does nothing in this movie. He's just no, sitting he's next to wearing that loose sweater. There's one point <laughs> he's asked to co-pilot a ship. That, yeah. That's what he's doing. Because nothing. with Jada Pickett Smith, oh, the best God. in the business, according to to flight manual, whatever <laughs> Matrix <laughs> Weekly, yeah. <laughs> so whatever he fucking wakes up and decides to get on the right train and goes there or whatever. Like they come and save him. Well, this is what's uh, oh, man. It's so annoying. It's impossible to move on to this movie because nothing fucking happens. <laughs> but here's the thing: is because Larry Fishburne and 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 Trinity go to the Oracle yeah. and they're like, "What's the scoop?" And she's like, "I don't know." the space between the spaces and they're like that's stupid let's get him on the train and then when he wakes up and they're like so what's going on he's like i gotta go talk to the oracle i was like we just fucking did it we just did it you were just there yeah couldn't you have fucking trinity take a message to him oh no that's okay please show the car ride over because (laughs) this movie's only two hours and 18 minutes dude there is totally a car ride where the like link is just like did you find him? And Larry Fishburne's like, well, you can't tell. He's right here. And like, it's just Keanu Reeves looking out a window just, while getting a ride. Just hold on. We're going to catch the sunset here for a little bit. <laughs> hold <laughs> it. Hold it. I can't get a Matrix cab. <laughs> I don't have enough fucking bitcoins or whatever. <laughs> and the whole thrust of this thing is like Keanu Reeves as Neo has to get to the source. Yep. The source of all the machine power and whatnot, as prophesized by and whoever who and gives a shit, which is the a, which should be the A story, right? If, yes. yes, because that's what everything is contingent upon. Even I'm like buying a ticket to see Keanu Reeves fly around and do shit at this point, but it's the it's the C story at best. Yeah, because oh, it like, gets no attention. We're having like we're having. Committee meetings, both in committees and outside, in in the fucking spaceship. It's like, well, how many spaceships do we need to go to to this back oh, to the city to save oh. everybody? We need to give Neo one, but that'll get us killed. <laughs> and as everyone's just stretching out their sweaters, dude, how? <laughs> like that's what they must do. You get a nice sweater from from yeah. the, from the from the military, and like I guess based on your rank, they stretch it out. Oh, more you and instantly more. if you're starting out in the military, like you have to like stretch it over your knees. <laughs> Like, you are wearing a comforter. And, you know, I love the man, but this is, like, 20 minutes of Idris Elba piloting the ship in Prometheus. Like, yeah. He's a fine actor and everything, but, like, those are boring scenes when he's just like, oh, well, we got to go to the planet. There's something weird with the planet. I don't know if that's a planet. I don't like watching people drive places. Nope, nope. That's why that movie, Lock, I wanted to slit my own throat. <laughs> Because it's 85 minutes of that jerk just driving around solving work problems on a fucking speakerphone. Talking about, oh, how you're going to pour cement. Pour me to sleep. 
the Jada Pinkett Smith comes around, wow. and she's like, I'm the best. And everyone's like, well, how? I'm the best. That's why. You because didn't play, she, the, you she, didn't play she, the video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they say something about she did it before, possibly in a video game. Right. That's how she, she earned her rose-tinted sunglasses. She's <laughs> the most powerful sunglasses in the known Matrix-verse. Dude, she's looking through rose-colored glasses. Everything about this situation looks much better to her. Yeah, if you and if you are the best, you get a cape coat. But only the best oh gets my a God, cape the coat. Cape coat. <laughs> Holy shit! Neo wearing this cape coat. Oh yeah. I don't know. The first movie didn't have that, right? Uh, well, no. I think he gets that at the end. It's a ceremonial oh, cape coat. <laughs> it is because that's when he jumps what up an at the asshole. end, right before. <laughs> This is like someone wearing their dress uniform all the time. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's kind of a fatigue day, Neo. <laughs> no, no, no. Dressed to the nines. But yeah, at the end of the first movie, when he jumps up right as Rage Against the Machine hits, yep. right. uh, he's got his little cape coat on. No think, pop songs in this movie, by the way. Big problem for me. No new metal. They, couldn't even well, afford couldn't new metal. Couldn't be bothered with new metal. <laughs> the, see, that's the thing. The first song had pop music and it worked better. This is like orchestral nonsense, self-important bullshit. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And it's not... It's all Wagner, top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's amazing? The end credits of that second movie, because I was waiting to see if there was a little stinger, which there was, but the like right at the end of the credits, there is a... Paul Oakenfold remix oh, of, of Dave Matthews Band's When the World Ends... Kill me yesterday. <laughs> I'm sitting there like it's late at night. The credits are like going through, and I start hearing like what sounds like Dave Matthews, but we're scratching all over it. I'm like, what is this nonsense? Sure enough, it's Paul Oakenfold taking a dump on something. And Not even something I give a shit about, but you made a bad song sound worse. Yeah, you could still smell the shit. <laughs> <laughs> the first one had the prodigy for crying out loud because that's music hackers listen to exactly and it's a movie about hackers so all right jade's the jada pickett smith is the best yes so she, best. she's gonna be the pilot of one ship yes and they're gonna give the a whole nother ship to neo and trinity to have their bizarre religious adventure that nobody really <laughs> believes in <laughs> And it's like there's some fighting going on. There's a dude who's like vaguely Australian. And where is this guy from? This third captain, the white guy with the gray hair. Oh. I feel like he's he's popped up in a couple things playing similar military figures. Again, like he's a pretty important character. He's the guy that like he's the, the hard nosed whatever that's like, we can't give up these resources. It's, it's war, yeah. man. Get anybody. Get Damien me, Lewis. Get Damien Lewis. Get me fucking Josh, Josh Charles, Josh Molina. <laughs> Josh, oh man, you're not enough. You're talking talk for Josh. Yeah, you're Charles, turning though. on Josh Charles now, huh? You like him now? I, I would fucking pay money to see Josh Charles in this movie, <laughs> and I hate his guts. <laughs> what if I could like, like a, a, a correspondence with a character? Like, oh, I know that guy. You know who could say the dialogue in this movie and sound like he's vaguely believing it is John Voight. Mm, oh, Get yeah. John Voight in this movie yes. as some sort of highfalutin military co commander. Michael Ironside? Oh, he'll spout some nonsense like you wouldn't believe. You put Michael Ironside in this movie, suddenly I think the resistance can win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have a chance until Ironside shows up. Which, by the way, recently rewatched Scanners. He's fucking phenomenal. He's great, movie. man. Well, he, he just shows up and they're like, he's a robot. Like, no, I'm just here to help. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, they're murdering me. That's something this world doesn't have androids. 
No. Right. No androids infiltrating. Because it's all, you know, it's a poor future. And that just bores me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm you sorry. need shiny flying cars yeah, and sports some, almanacs. Just in a, a post-apocalyptic where we're all fucking just scraping by in loose sweaters. <laughs> well, yeah, we're eating garbage. We're, we're handing down sweaters through generations. It's not a, not a delightful image. And every time they're getting back to Zion, it's all like, ah, home sweet home. And I'm like... I'm living in the Matrix. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Screw your oatmeal snot food that I have I to mean, eat. I mean, it... I appreciate the orgies, but... <laughs> oh, well, the orgies are fantastic. They're wonderful and all, but like, but nah, serious not question, for me. At this point, does it matter to break free from the Matrix and reclaim the Earth? It's fucking garbage. It's done for You it. live and die... At seemingly the same rate, you can age into to old age in the Matrix yeah, and then die. Like, yeah. what does it matter? Does now, it matter to know the truth? And now, by the time that you've all like uploaded yourself with every kind of knowledge in the universe, you could go back and become a billionaire. <laughs> yep, yeah. like tomorrow. Dude, you know get what, that guys? Game Genie, get that Matrix Game Genie, rig that shit. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, fellas. These are all the questions that the machines want you to start asking. Oh, I see. That's how you fall. Right, I should live in the basement of Earth eating garbage. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's cursed Earth up top. You can't do yeah, shit. Yeah, it's nothing. Waiting to be slaughtered by a bunch of metal birds. <laughs> but this is, this is what they have. In- <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's Metal Birds. <laughs> uh, it's just the Tippy Hedron movie with a Metallica soundtrack. Um, that was dumb. Uh, no, but what they don't think of, because we get a glimpse of it at the end of this movie, is that, like, if you get above the nonsense, yeah. like, it's still nice out, we need some S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque airship things. Why not? Get those going. We've got some pretty good technology. We've got all sorts of saws and drills and <laughs> propellers for no reason. How are they making these ships, by the I way? I have no idea. Yeah, you got, you got those ships? It's crap got- town down there. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's 2100 whatever. What is going on in space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not talking about space in this movie. And I feel that's because this is a future in where we focus more on making dumb robots that can think as opposed to thinking about shooting for the stars. Why aren't the robots shooting for the stars? Now, they said in the first movie that we, the human race, kind of nuked the sky because the machines depended on solar energy. And yes. That's why they have humans as batteries. It was, a, it was a botched plan. It was probably conceived by President Rick Santorum. <laughs> Ooh, now talk about dystopia. <laughs> Dude, put me in the Matrix. I don't know what... Yeah. The, put, you know what? Don't even put me in the Matrix. Put me in the fucking ground. <laughs> but if the machines... Just got above the stratosphere. Yeah. They don't need the fucking Matrix. They don't need humans at all. What is going Suck on? Suck up one generation's worth of energy and get the fuck out of there. Well, there's some weird get thing. Get a fucking air purifier. <laughs> Build an air purifier if that's the case. Well, it's weird because when, when they're on the tail end of their religious pilgrimage with the ship... And they're trying to get through, and you know, Trinity's like, well, or Neo says, like, fly up to the sky or whatever. So Trinity flies up. All these robots, like, fall off for some reason. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, like, a temperature thing, like, it gets too cold up there, or what the deal but is. Imagine if, if Trinity and Neo had to fly to Mars. <laughs> we got to defeat them at Mars. That's where they all, you know, like, yeah. why would the machines, I just can't believe well, because they are stay they, on Earth. Are the machines. 
capable of understanding like that they're on a planet. I mean, they're genius machines, right? I, I guess, guess so. They yeah. made they made an own their own planet inside a computer. Yeah, program. I mean, they become self aware, so they get like the entire history of. So they they've the got planet. it all. Yeah, they have they've all the got answers. It all. I see. They know what NASA. Yeah, is. They've, they have they've, all NASA's They've read computers. Con- backwards and forward, man. They, they know everything. Yeah, and they, they have read Infinite Jest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what; those robots definitely read Infinite Jest. Run Infinite Jest <laughs> T. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember outdated PC file oh, formats. Sorry. <laughs> EPUB. We shouldn't have destroyed the Earth before George R. R. Martin's finished Game of Thrones. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what they should right? Well, then a bunch of robots can do some robot GOT role play. Oh, no, but that's the thing. It's like every cycle of the Matrix, it only gets to like season five of Game, right? of, Th- Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then it fucking crashes again. And they're like, God fucking damn it. And that's when they reboot the Matrix to be Westeros. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. And then oh, there's, yeah. let's see how Jon Snow will fare. <laughs> this round. Why is it that the machines are cool with giving humanity a shot? Like this whole the whole thing about like the cycles of the matrix is such that like in every matrix cycle the one comes around and the whole thing is the one has to go find the fucking key master and the key master lets him through the door where yep. he talks to the architect and the architect is like, "Hey, you can either reset the whole thing or I can destroy the Matrix and they reset it. But, like, why why, why have that option? Well, you can either reset it or remove the cartridge and blow on it. <laughs> yeah. Get some rubbing alcohol on a Q-tip and get all that gunk out of there. Supposedly it's all for battery power. Yes. It's ridiculous. But I mean, like, the first movie's good, but the whole premise is faulty. It's well, incredibly no, faulty. It's incredibly faulty. The, the first thing that's so crazy is when he gets unplugged, like when he actually wakes up in the jelly. Yeah. And um, waking up in the jelly, by the way, <laughs> and, man, I've been there. And all the stuff like <laughs> detaches from him. Yes, the uh, machine yeah. doesn't kill him. But she's like, I got lost another one yeah, because what the, what that is? I'm on break, <laughs> <laughs> just like not dealing with this email right now. Gonna leave that up to X074. That's you. his problem. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil. boss bot. <laughs> <laughs> Fill this format out. Give me shit about taking too long at lunch. <laughs> what that is, though, is they also let them die because they like feed, like they feed on the, the death dead, jelly. The, the dead, the dead get turned into jelly, and they're fed to the babies. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, yeah. totes fucked up, bro. It's like crazy cannibalism shit. I'm surprised Soil they don't green. have those wacky monkey brain diseases. Oh, I so, bet they do. They probably entire crops were lost. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they're going on their religious journey, and you think that's what the movie's going to be. Yes. It's, it's, and we wasted 41 minutes in a train station going nowhere. And now it's like we're going, now it's all about preparing for the Battle of Zion, and holy shit, we got to keep the dock together. Oh, and it's this old general and this young kid, and they're all in fucking Gundam suits, and I wanted to throw And up. I don't know a single one of them. I don't know anybody at this party. Well, this dude, this General Mifune just comes out of nowhere as if, again, I bet he was a real high-up player at the Cracker Factory in the video game. Oh, in the Animatrix, he's the main character. Is he? No, I don't. Oh. Well, because they're like, oh, it's General Mifune. Well, fucking whoop-de-doo. And everyone's, like, kissing his feet. And I'm like, who's that guy? And he's apparently leading this whole army of mech warriors. You know what Star Wars had the good grace to do? is like, you know what? We got a boring general character. He's going to spout a lot of exposition and tell you a lot about <laughs> military strategy. I got an idea. 
make him a calamari. You know what I mean? Like, make him a big so, fat squid. Uh, so he's got a fish face. He'll be interesting at least to look at. <laughs> yeah, tell, exactly. Couldn't make tell the, you what to do. Make this guy a fish. Crawfish yeah. me a general. <laughs> but yeah, this guy's just barking orders, and then Harry Lennox is barking orders, and it's just like 57 minutes of people yelling at each other. And then the, there's the, the... It's Dozer's wife, or so, no, Link's wife. Link's wife and Dozer's wife. Yeah, Dozer's uh, widow. And Gina Torres from uh, Firefly. Yeah. She, knows, she's she knows something yes. or two about a dirty future. <laughs> and, yeah, that's I, another poor people future, Firefly. Yeah, and you know, I can't believe that these sequels get... I get to know Dozer's brother-in-law. <laughs> Dude, okay. The, the shadow of Dozer hangs heavy over this entire film. Dude, all of their dialogue is like, well, what would Dozer think of this? If you were doing this for Dozer, wouldn't you join the resistance? Dude, Dozer is barely a character in the first <laughs> yeah. movie. He yells when Tank is shot, and actually, he gets shot. End of Dozer. I actually think the orgy in the... First one, or the second one, rather, is Dozer. Doing is like some it's dozing? the Dozer prayer. Oh yeah, we have to. Oh, oh shit, we're celebrating. It's a Dozer. fuck ritual. Yeah, yeah. blood. Oh. Yeah, blood sugar sex magic. <laughs> magic sex magic. <laughs> well, I'm gonna put a sock on my dick. Hold on. <laughs> and I mean, literally, the next thirty minutes is people in mech suits screaming while firing white guns at God. nothing. Dude, this General Mufune. 99.7% of this dude's dialogue is like while he fires these guns. Mm -hmm. It's like, what, what is the directing that the Wachowskis are doing for this? So put your arms up like this and then just scream while looking just to the right of the camera. And then they spend so much time on the beeve or whoever this kid is (laughs) getting ready to make an ammo run that happens at the very end of it. I'm like, I could not give a shit less about it. I'm praying for his death. And we've got the other two ladies with the bazooka, and that's boring, and all these fucking sentinels are moving like sentient bees in a cartoon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I almost had a heart attack, because it's like they like form an arrow, like, go this way. do a big fist and they smash the control center. And they, these sentinels, you know, when they're when you see them attacking ships in the other movies, they bring out the little laser cannons and start shooting up the ships. For some reason, you can't use those on people. We got to, oh, I'm going to claw your face with my little razor hands. Dude, they tear up that general's face yeah. something good. He yeah. looks like when you get, like, barbecue spare ribs at Chinese takeout. That's what his oh, face looks it's like. It's a Kruger death. It's, it's, it's <laughs> but you know what? No, he gets attacked by, like, a million of them. There should yeah. be nothing left but a chattering skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think they just cut his head off instantly. Yes, almost, right? it would be pretty cool. There is These one. These know dude. how to kill humans, right? They yeah. know. They know where the fucking organs well, are. They yeah, don't well, leave anybody this alive. Is, this yeah. would be more chilling if that little ammo kid's running around like, "Oh, I got to get this to to Toshiro to, to Mufuni General," <laughs> and then his head plops down, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it falls out of the mech suit yeah. onto the ground, that and would it's be just pretty like, cool. and you like focus on it, and it's like it's a chilling moment. Instead, we got him going, <laughs> "Ah, my face!" <laughs> my Face has cut up something good. Because, so, it's 45 minutes in the middle of this movie is this battle, and Jada Pinkett Smith is driving the thing back, and she's got the EMP, because that's the whole thing in all these movies, is all yeah. you need to do is hit an EMP, and then, like, we'll all lose these... cable reception for a while, but it's cool, yeah. because all those robots are dead. Right. And so we're, we're waiting on that, and it's she's doing, like, the impossible flight thing, 
that no one's you know believed that she could do. Well, it's amazing because they're all sitting around the cockpit, like twelve dudes sitting on the cockpit, like, oh man, she's gonna make it, and then they start getting attacked. They're like, oh, we should get to the gun stations. I'm like, why aren't you there anyway? Like, why would you have to run there? Yeah, prepare yourself. Now that they're bombing us with drills, yes. because we live underground, dude. These drills that the just fall down once they're done drilling. The fucking Doctor Robotnik drills that has all the little, yep. little, all the little birds inside them. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be great. Mega Man villains should start coming out. Oh. Now we're talking. Want to cut fifteen minutes out of this movie? Yes. Just have <laughs> fucking Jada Pinkett Smith and Lawrence Fishburne show up before they the battle even starts, and maybe we get some major deaths. Yeah, in that way, you like, got to start losing some of those guys. Yeah, it's I mean, a yes. huge crew, and Instead, I don't know any of Harold Paranal makes it through this movie, and I'm like, you know what? That's bullshit. Dude, yeah. Dozer's brother-in-law <laughs> makes it through that, and it should be the opposite. Just yes, due to the simple science science of foreshadow, yeah. right? Because like the second movie. Like, she's all pissed off. Like, you're going back out on the Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, you just got here. You know, and he's like, we got to well, bury Dozer tonight. Well, one, we got to do it for Dozer. So let's not forget we're doing it for Dozer. I got, Second, these, I got these E-tabs <laughs> for Dozer's funeral because we're going to have a night. I actually had the thought that I wished I was doing ecstasy watching these sequels. Oh, sure. It would probably be pretty cool. Just dealing with that. Well, that that was part of the Wachowski siblings' whole plan is mm. that you had to watch all these movies. Yes. You had to play the video game. Yes. Take ecstasy. Oh, watch yes. the Animatrix, and then do the whole fucking thing again, and then you understand <laughs> it. Then you truly unlock the secret of the Matrix. They were Roland Molly directing this, right? Oh, they must have must have been. been all over the place. But the whole thing with Harold Perrineau, it's set up like you better come back to me. You better come back to me. Dude has to be sacrificing himself. For Zion. Or Morpheus sacrifices himself for him. Like, you don't need, like, yes. why not? Since Lawrence Fishburne does nothing in this movie, you might as well kill him off in a heroic fashion. Yeah. He he should at least get that. Instead, he shakes Keanu Reeves' hand and gives him a hug. And yeah. that's it. That's Real, it. Real heroes. He's, oh, and then he gets <laughs> yelled at. Here, so here's, like, Morpheus. Like, this, like, great mythological hacker who turns out to be, like, the leader of this, like, resistance Jesus. faction and this, Jesus. that, and the other thing. Well, no, Keanu Reeves is Jesus. He's like the John the Baptist. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yes. (laughs) But then, by the time this third movie's going on, he's getting yelled at by Jada Pinkett Smith because he can't use a touchpad fast enough. (laughs) Like she's talking about, like you know, adjust these coordinates or whatever, and then it turns out like he's not doing it fast enough, and she's like, "Keep up, you old piece of shit." And he's like, "I thought I was once the star of this franchise." (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Miss Pinkett Smith. (laughs) Something changed, and he became like pathetic Biff. It's like, why don't you wash that goddamn spaceship, Morpheus, you loser? <laughs> well, they kind of like religiously persecute him throughout the rest of the movie because oh, like, he's getting dumped on this whole. So time. this whole thing for forty five minutes, we see the fucking trauma of the little boy and the fucking the little drummer boy, and he finally yeah. wins. <laughs> and then like Harry Lennox comes out, and he's like, "Well, that was for nothing." And I'm like, "Wait, really?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, because they're coming anyway, and it's all terrible." And like everyone's yelling at fucking Morpheus, and he's like. But Neo will save us all. And they're like, yeah, right, pr- churchy. Someone Cram throws it. a rock at his head. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing about the, the, the world of Zion. Is it, it appears like organized religion has died. Sure. Why uh, wouldn't you live in garbage? Right. What, 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 what hope loving do you have? God would, yeah. yeah. But it's funny because there's definitely one point. I don't know if it's Jada Pinkett Smith or it might be like one of the other rando dudes. Like something falls on the floor and someone just goes, well, Jesus H. Christ. And I was like, he's not here. <laughs> well, Neo H. Christ. <laughs> 
but someone just drops a Jesus H. Christ, and I was like, that's, why did you leave that in? He, there's no place for that in this. I mean, I feel like so many people, so many of the, like, third-tier characters are, like, contest winners. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you beat, you the, beat game the, the game with the game first. <laughs> yeah, it, with the high score, and then you get to be in the movie. Yeah. Oh, this just reminds me, apropos of absolutely nothing, did anybody have a Matrix screensaver? Nope. No. Oh, I totally <laughs> did. <laughs> oh, really? Nobody? Oh, that sucks. So let's get back to the story anyone cares about, sure. which is Neo on his ship. Right. Bane, who's this character that happens in the second right. movie that nobody cares about. Is it at this point that, that uh, Agent Smith takes out the Oracle in the Matrix? Oh, that's oh, yeah, earlier that's in the movie. Like, yeah, like That's he, only 30 minutes into the movie. Right. He, he just rolls merges up. Into her, he does this. His, he, now I'm the virus. Yeah. I mean, well, because the, the he starts that in the second movie, like just assimilating every person that's in the Matrix. And he finally makes his way to the Oracle and breaks in. And she just, like, lets it happen. Because it's all part of the grander plan. Yeah, it's an Obi-Wan Kenobi death. But yeah. he lets out this cackle, and it's embarrassing oh, it's for dude. all the movies. It's yeah. so amazing. Because he's, I mean, this is like the Darth Vader no in episode three. And there's a quickening here. Not many deaths in the Matrix get a quickening. Oh, you're right, because the wind's going all over the right. place. Yeah, I guess that's because she actually is like Magic. this real oracle. And like, he just goes, <laughs> And it just goes on, and we are right in his big New Zealander face, and he's just laughing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an evil laugh. I mean, what, what place, what place does that have in any movie? Really? No, uh, it's got a place in every movie. <laughs> I wish it's every got a place in every it. Vincent Price movie. <laughs> oh, also a great. Yeah, he's ham, but he's got a fucking ham bone in his mouth. This oh, whole mo- oh, absolutely. Because like, the first one, he's very subdued. He's a computer, so like that's right, and that's what makes him so terrifying. Yeah, and the rest of it is just like ah, he's kind of like Mark Metcalf in the fucking Twisted Sister video. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pledge pin, Mr. Anderson? <laughs> the awesome thing that it's actually legitimately awesome that happens in this. Yeah, I have to actually legitimize the awesomeness in parts of this movie because it's all just dull turds, dull gray turds for two and a half hours. But in the scene right before the Oracle gets assimilated, because she gets, she's charged with hanging on to the daughter of that immigrant couple that are getting put on a train to wherever. So she's like hanging on to this girl because she apparently might also be special. Of course, they don't dip into that too much. I should have read the comics, got the facts. I didn't get any (laughs) of it, you know. But there's a, it starts with like she's helping the oracle make a batch of cookies right yeah, uh-huh. so then Ooh. like so then like she goes off and with the the protector there whatever that's seraph yeah seraph is there and she goes off with him so then she's like uh, the oracle's like hey what happened to the little girl and one of the agent smiths comes out and he's like these cookies are delicious <laughs> and i'm like you fucking assimilated that child awesome slash why couldn't i see it happen yep just yep. a little girl Get Hugo Weaving's hand stuck in yeah. her, and then she expands into. Yeah, she a has Hugo to grow. Weaving? I I feel that's why you can't oh, right. make it grow. They didn't have that effect. Grow. Oh, so do it a little shadow. tiny, a little tiny <laughs> yes. Hugo Weaving. That'd be great. Oh, my God, <laughs> I that's the one thing I never knew I needed until right now. <laughs> if I just had a little Agent Smith running around in this movie, oh totally, like in the new Mr. Anderson. Yes, imagine the last Neo fight with with all the Agent Smiths, and then just a little one that gets on his back <laughs> and starts stabbing him. Yes. <laughs> 
So, oh, well, on the contrast to that, how about a giant Agent Smith? Why not a giant? I feel like there was like some sort of possibly like an original draft of this third screenplay oh, no. that was like, well, then they all just get together and it's a big monster he's got to fight. And no, they're like, mm. it was two bad choices. <laughs> and they didn't choose that one. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing is, this movie gets so dumb. Just give me Godzilla Agent Smith walking around the Matrix sure. fighting. He's Neo. like opening windows like, Mr. Anderson, <laughs> not in here. Let's go to the next one. And by the way, at this point, like, everyone in the Matrix is just dead, right? Like, he, assimil- just... he literally assimilates everybody. We don't and get a population. We don't, we're only in like a fake New York the entire time. Like, is, yes. it, is it more than that? Is yeah, there... Can you do international travel in the Matrix? <laughs> Clearly they have France in some capacity. But imagine you're watching the news and it's like, well, America or Australia or wherever this takes place has just been, it's all one guy now. <laughs> like the world is over. You're, the, cro- the crops have been lost. Mr. Anderson. I am now the president of the United States, <laughs> and I am the treasurer, Stay. and I am the treasurer's wife. <laughs> and yes, we are all having sex with each other. Certainly, Mr. Anderson. Wait a second. That <laughs> I'm my... pregnant. You say <laughs> breaking news. Treasurer's president wife. Smith is the best. <laughs> Reminded me of the astronaut's wife, and now I'm thinking, in the Matrix, is there a space program, and is there a space of the Matrix? That's what I'm thinking, dude. Is this like a Truman Show situation where that boat's going to rip through the screen? I don't It might be. It depends on how mm. much code they've written, I guess. I know. How many uh, hours of Red Bull they're on? Is Mr. Me- Anderson, come down to the learning annex. I'm doing Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anderson, if you're free at 11.35 on Saturday, my new improv team is playing a show in the basement of an Italian restaurant. We need Neo's voicemail. <laughs> Let's go through them all. That's Mr. what this movie's lacking. Mr. Anderson, it's Agent Smith's birthday today. <laughs> no, you know the one down from 14th Street. <laughs> <laughs> the funny one. Mr. Anderson, this is your doctor, Dr. Agent Smith, calling to tell you, Mr. Anderson, the results are in and you've tested positive. <laughs> and then there'd be another one calling about another birthday. <laughs> oh, I'll go on and on. Mr. Anderson, him. it's your grandmother, Agent Smith. <laughs> They Why don't you ever come here? I don't know how to fix my VCR, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, it's your ex-girlfriend, Agent Smith. <laughs> my father's in the hospital. It would mean a lot if you could just call me for a minute. Oh, man, Facebook would be so boring. <laughs> man, those updates would be great, though. <laughs> they all use the same profile picture. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, just calling to let you know the good news. We're pregnant. (laughs) Mr. Anderson, I would enjoy if you would stop drunkenly texting me at night. (laughs) Just move on, Mr. Anderson. Just move on. There are plenty of other Agent Smiths out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, did you hear about... (laughs) 
Oh man, did you hear? In Iron Man 2, they're replacing Agent Smith with Agent Smith. <laughs> I personally don't think that casting will gel. It's awkward watching Iron Man 1 and Agent Smith says, Next time, baby. <laughs> and you know that Agent Smith is just going to replace him in the next one. What's your favorite Hulk? The one played by Agent Smith or the one played by Agent Smith? You know, it's really annoying because in these Avengers movies, they just keep casting Mr. Smiths. How about you try casting a couple of Mr. Smiths in these movies? Oh, my God. I just love the idea of that. Now, they're controlling Hollywood now. Oh, and they're yeah. doing all types of stuff. That's the weird thing. There's no, like, celebrity culture in The Matrix. No. no. That would have been cool. Uh, I mean, there must be, because Joe Pantoliano wants to become an actor. He's like, oh, That's make sure. Oh, right, right, it's right, a little right. throwaway guy. Want to be a millionaire? <laughs> make me an actor. <laughs> that piece of shit. So, <laughs> so rude. It's so rude to chew with your mouth We open, didn't even get to the part you. where his eyes get burned out, and I want to get <laughs> oh. there. Oh, yeah, sure. So, Bane, uh, Mr. Agent Smith uh, takes over this guy, Bane. It's useless. He's doing a really bad impression. It's in the he, last movie, by the and way. And again, like, make this character a woman. Make him, like... An African-American woman talking like, you know, Hugo Weaving, that's fucking chilling. But then know? are we using a dub, though? Yeah. Well, I mean, she could, people could do an impression. We just did a really bad impression. Oh, no, that's so true. bad, though. That's, <laughs> that's how this guy got the job, doing a bad impression of Hugo Weaving. So he stows away, and we all know how I feel about stowaways. Right, and so. now, to be clear, this is... <laughs> he didn't belong. Agent Smith is now in the real world in this guy. Yes, yes. Just, he's yeah. some, it's, it happens in the second movie where this dude, Bane, is trying to use the phone to get called out of the Matrix, and right. Agent Smith starts finger-fucking him like right before it happens. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Then he wakes up and kills Leo McGarry's daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Good pull. <laughs> Agent Smith just like in the guise of this guy Bane gets to do a fight with Neo and oh, burns sorry burns his fucking eyes out of his head with and like an open piece of wiring oh, or man, something. That's pretty gruesome. That's some gnarly <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's like just burnt over, and you know those little baby browns burst. Oh yeah, oh they yeah, just burst. They boiled pop, over pop. and popped. Oh yeah, dude. His face looks like when you split open a pop tart and all the red goo. <laughs> Like that, it's just all uh-huh. over his eyeballs, yeah. and he kill he kills this guy Bane. What, what does he do? He well, karate the thing kicks is, him? he can he can now he can Daredevil see because yeah. he's the one. So he he looks at Bane and he sees Agent Smith <laughs> just laughing at playing him. the Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he crushes his head with a fucking pipe. With, with a pipe, and we don't get to see. We only see the computer version, which sucks because it looks like a real fucking George Washington situation. <laughs> a, wait, a George Washington? Uh, the David, David Gordon, Gordon Green, Green movie. movie. Oh, not something that happened to the first president. <laughs> Or but he, he like did to somebody else. Yeah, he like breaks apart like pixels, like some Atari game. Yeah. Like it's just. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Like Pac-Man exploding. So he's dead. Um, and like the grossest part, we just talked about Grizzled It Is with his fucking eyeballs and shit. Yeah. He puts a dirty rag on top of this <laughs> thing. Like, ew. It's a ew, dirty ew. rag, I think, pulled from a dirty, stretched out sweater. <laughs> it's like, no, where? It's infected It's now. been yeah. a rag on this ship. It's been cleaning this ship. Well, the, the, one, the one died of an infection. <laughs> He had sepsis in his eyeballs. You know? yeah, everything oh, was going right until he put that rag on. <laughs> well, that prophecy would have come true, but put that rag on. <laughs> well, we've seen five before this guy, so there'll <laughs> yeah, be another That's how one. they all die. They always get an infection. <laughs> 
just fighting for this shit when you know it's just going to cycle back. What is the point? Then they get into a car accident. Oh, man, do they ever. <laughs> she cra- And this is, it's really, really, really dumb. I do think, by the way, that that scene where they go up is kind of cool. Like, it is actually, cool. It's a nice like moment of like, oh, wow, like, you see the whole world for a second. Yeah. And it's a, yeah. it, it works. And she gets to see it, and it's like, holy shit, I've never seen that before in real life. It's cool. It's, it's a very nice moment. And the whole thing is they say, you know, when they're announcing they're going to go to Robot City <laughs> or whatever they're calling it, you know, they're like, you, no one's ever gotten, no humans ever gotten past this certain part or whatever. So they get there and all these sentinels are jumping all over them and everything. Yeah. And that's what they shake them. They juke up into the sky yeah. and they shake them off and whatever. And then the plane or the, the little spaceship stalls out yeah. Yeah. and they crash into just a tower of other robot things and they're stuck there and this is the big like trinity death scene and she's got a bunch of like Ugh. rods in her like uh, the, that priest in, in the omen yeah rebar all over and, and so you'd think like you crashed into this tower of robots there's other robots swimming after you yeah, but billions. she's got to take 10 minutes <laughs> to talk about like remember all that stuff that happened in those other two movies you you remember that yeah. and i'm like dude Counter Reeves, like, you got to get out of there, man. Like, they're going to tear you apart. Yeah. They don't know who's in that ship. They're just mad that you crashed into he should Robot Trump Tower. Throw her at the robots and make a break for it. Well, <laughs> exactly. Also, now, left and right in this scene, he's just force pushing everybody, all these robots. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. For he's no just, reason. And it's like, I guess because. In the first one, it caused him to have a coma. Like, that's at least like, oh, wow, the, you know, the, the, the human mind. Right, he wasn't able to, he didn't know what it was going to be, and that's when they they call it touching the source, like he touched the source, whatever. But yeah, he is just downing these things left and right. And uh, so this is their big goodbye and whatever. And this is like, again, they are making out in these movies, (laughs) like a couple of teenagers. (laughs) They are. It's ridiculous. And even like she's dying and it's like really emotional, whatever. And it's like, well, goodbye. And it's just like, and I'm like, Robots are coming for you. Come on. <laughs> that was the, the this was Carrie Ann's big goodbye to Hollywood. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, because no one ever saw her right? again. Man. No, because she actually died in this movie. Oh, it's a. Oh. Yeah, she's a lot. She, she's, uh, yeah, not been in too much. <laughs> she's uh, in stuff, but not, you know, stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, listen. You got that Matrix money, man. She's fine. Well, the yeah. problem is they keep putting Agent Smith in everything, and it's just like, well, that's not fair. <laughs> hey, Mr. Anderson, I'm calling about your direct TV appointment tomorrow. <laughs> right? He was in one of those commercials. Yeah, was he in like a cable oh, commercial? Or something? Oh, I think you're right. That was I sure do love Verizon Fios. So she's dead. <laughs> and he, like, hops out and climbs Robot Mountain. And then whatever. a big bunch of robots form a face, and they have a nice little conversation. Oh, a baby it's face? It's a baby. baby yeah. It guys, looks like a baby. Guys, do you know what this fucking thing is credited as? Oh, I know. I do know. You can do Deus Ex Machina is the name of the head of this oh, whole thing. Oh, suicide. Yeah. That Con- sucks. Congratulations. You took a college course. <laughs> so they're like, well, why would we let you do? You know, we're going to kill. We're. Because the robots have been personified as pure hate up to this point. Yes. You know I mean? They are pure hate. What the fuck? Well, the whole thing is he basically says, like, listen, this Smith program is out of control and he's making you all look like jerks. <laughs> and he's like, if you, you know, help me out, like a little tit for tat, like I can end this dude. You know, it looks like a fucking Nick Cave concert down there. All right. <laughs> <You want me? laughs> 
Do you want me to go back and figure that shit out, or what? You that's what you want the Matrix to look like. That's fine. Fucking badly covered up Australian accents and all. It's all down there. <laughs> and like they're like, well, we can handle it. And he kind of pulls a cool move here. He's like. Well, the dude took over the Matrix, so clearly you can't. And like this baby face, deus ex machina, is just like, all right, fine. You get to do this. If you can't do it, we get to kill you. Because we're (laughs) robots that love killing people. Why isn't there a scene? Because it's the most startling image in the first movie. And it seems like where you want to end your trilogy. Yeah. The field of fucking people. Right? Like, mm-hmm. let's right. just fucking start breaking things open. Why don't we get back? Yeah, the people hatchery. Let's yeah. get back to that. That's the, what I want. The craps yeah. are lost. Sorry. They're, they're all. <laughs> they crack. Well, that'd be good. They, at the end, they crack them all open. And so, Mr. Anderson, <laughs> they're, all, they're all turned into Agent Smiths. Oh, shit, dude. And then Mr. Smith takes, Agent Smith takes over the real world? Yeah. Oh. And that's when we go sweet. to Mars. <laughs> We gotta escape to Mars. Oh, she was in it. Carrie Ann Moss was in a Mars movie. What was that um, space movie she was in? Was the she Red, in Red Planet. Red Planet. Red Planet. Yeah. Was she in Red Planet? Yeah. Woof. Oh, okay. That's where we went to Mars. <laughs> so um, we go yeah. back into the Matrix. Back and in. <laughs> we're back, and it's all Agent Smiths all the time. It's like Agent Smiths, like looking on from office windows, like a ticker tape parade. Mm, yeah. Some are lining the street. Also like a ticker tape parade. You know, dear, uh, it seems like Agent Smith is going to fight Neo in Town Square tonight. You want to go there? I don't know, Agent Smith. The Apprentice is on. And I think I've really been rooting for Agent Smith. And I also want Agent Smith to lose. What a bitch. Man, that Agent Smith is running for president again. What a blowhard. <laughs> hey, Agent Smith, have you ever seen Akira? Good. <laughs> oh, man, get ready for it. So here we go. This is the, the dumbest part of Dumbtown. Like, this is the last stop on the Crazy Train Express. It's an, okay, it's an okay-ish fight. I, it's okay, I but again, it's ugly. It's dirty. It's raining. It's dark. The colors are disgusting. You can't see follow what's happening. The graphics on this fucking thing. I swear to God, there's a slow motion punch, and yep. it's as bad as Son of the Mask. It's exactly <laughs> as bad. There is no difference. The slow motion, you know, the baby getting hit with a hammer or whatever the fuck happens in that movie. Yeah, I, ho- uh, I hope that happens. It's slightly better. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a cutscene from that stupid video game they had. They just popped it in. That's the thing, is it feels more than any other battle or fight or action sequence in any of the three movies. This feels the most... We're fighting the big boss at the end. Because it's cool in the first one where we're running around. We're just a little faster. We're just a little slower. No one can fly. We're doing flips. Yep. We're having fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's it's grounded somewhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? People are shooting and I'm doing a cool, like, Yeah, move. that's the problem. When you have characters that know that they can manipulate the entire space of the world they're in, it's just a lot of flying around. It's a lot of flying into each other and bouncing off. Which is terrible, and it happens like 12 times. And again, if I really wanted that shit, I would just go watch anime. Yeah. Like, really, I would. Like, because that's better. exactly what this is. Yeah, it's, 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 oh, it's an anime fight. I mean, like, the, and that first movie steals from anime, like, in droves, you know, but. But it's embedded in something bigger, which is what makes it better than this. Like, and there's actual style to the fighting, whereas this is just like, oh, man. They're going to make melancholia a lot of times by punching each other. I mean, there's a difference between, like, 
uh, influ- like being influenced by something and just straight up emulating something. Yeah. Like that first movie is influenced by a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, it's like a it's like a black duster sunglass wearing Quentin Tarantino movie. Sure. But like this is just we're just doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And that thing is a video game fight from an anime or something, you know? And it's like obnoxious. It goes on way too long. It ends like four times and it then does. we're fighting in a mud pit. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. even the mud doesn't look like mud. It looks like gray-green mud you for You know, reason. Mr. Anderson, we never figured out the proper coding for human mud. No, <laughs> or, excuse me, earth mud. Because <laughs> we're on Mars now. We've been on Mars the whole time. <laughs> that, see? A That's twist. a good twist. We need a twist. We do need a we twist. We need a twist. twist ending. It was Mars the you whole see, time. there has been no earth. You're a Martian. <laughs> <laughs> At, at the end, you know, he's got Neo in the mud. He's beating him. And he's like, I've won. This is it. I've seen this before. Why do you keep fighting? Is it for love? Is it for perseverance? Is it for this? Is it for that? <laughs> and I just want Neo to come up and be like, I want to rock. <laughs> <laughs> I would appreciate it so much more if Agent Smith was defeated with the power of rock and roll. Oh, man. Oh, How get, cool would that be? He just like reaches up to the heavens and a guitar falls down. It's like Listomania. Dude, it's like yeah. Wild Stallions back one night only. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if, if fucking Alex, if Alex Winter comes out from nowhere, he's got his own little leather just, duster. They just no, rock he's he's one of the Agent Smiths. He takes off his glasses and he walks through the crowd. Yep. Oh, and yeah. they beat down, and they with the power of rock, they beat down all the Agent Smiths until there's only one. And then a phone booth lands on him and Rufus steps out. <laughs> God gave rock and roll to you. Oh, and they all just start like crying, and then the tears make their heads explode (laughs) because it turns out they're robots for some reason. Sure, why not? Uh, And and he he like basically says like, "Oh, the oracle told me this would happen, and this is the way it should be, and this is the script that we all must follow." Well, then it's a thing where he starts getting confused because. He's like, I've been waiting all trilogy to say this to you, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> and then he says a line that the Oracle says to Keanu Reeves like, yeah. earlier in the story. And Keanu Reeves is like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe the Oracle's still buried inside that. And then the whole thing is he lets Smith assimilate him. And then I guess that this is what's confusing. So that happens. And then the machines do something. Because then we cut back to the machines. Yeah. And it's like, click, click, gleepity, gloop, gloop. Yeah. And then he starts blowing up. Like, Keanu yeah. Reeves' Agent Smith blows up. They all start popping left and right, like little cherry bombs. But then, like, main Agent Smith, who's like Agent Smith that that took over the Oracle, sure. blows up. And you're like, oh, they're all dead or something. That's cool. But then, like, the end of Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan, there's just the Oracle just laying in a sewer puddle. And I'm like... <laughs> Wait, what? Ow! Ow! <laughs> Owie! And I guess that's Neil, like... what'd you do to me? If she's the first one that, like, resets, because this whole thing makes the yeah. Matrix reset, or sure. whatever is happening, uh. we see, like, a sidewalk fix itself, and Agent Smith turns back into the little girl. Yep. 
and whatever, the sun has risen again. And by the way, there's another like 10 minutes left of this movie. You're not seeing Keanu Reeves ever again. That's, no. that's a wrap on Keanu Reeves. No, I get to see the architect walking along a lake and talking to the Oracle yeah. about you know, the balance of things. I'm not too sure on this. I think the jury's still out, but I feel like that architect's just a little bit of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah. You think it, huh? He's just like talking shit to this old woman. And also, if the if the Oracle again is rebuilding herself, why is it that same way? <laughs> yeah, why not go back to the original one? Get like, that cover. But so we go, we cut back to Zion for two seconds. Oh, because yep. it's, it's peace now. Yeah, There's like, peace with the robots. We're all like high fiving and stuff. The robots leave. And I would have liked if it was like, all right, we won, we did it. Let's play the victory song. I was like, Dig through the bitches and burn <laughs> through the witches and plain I'm on Dragula. That'd be great. No, it would have to be the Chemical Brothers remix of that song. <laughs> yeah, or Paul Oakenfold. Um, yeah, we we dig back and like everyone's just like it's fantastic. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith like hugs Larry Fishburne. What I wanted to see there because they're like formerly an item. Yeah, do it. As she gets back and then because she's with Harry Lennox in these movies, like he walks in like I told you it wouldn't. Oh great, <laughs> ha rump. Just uh, another thing for him to get mad at and yell about. Uh, that's a, just another hard apple for me. <laughs> and how long is this piece gonna last? It's Nobody not knows. Well, that's well, that, we not cut, gonna last. We cut back to the. That's the thing is the it's the the robot. You know, it's it's the architect and her, and she's like, oh well, it all worked out in the end, didn't it? And you lost. And he's like, yes, I did. She's like, she's like, what about all the people that want to be out of the matrix? He's like. I'll release them. And I'm like, wait, what? What does that look like? How many are there? That's what doesn't Thousands, make any sense. Millions? If, one, two? If the, if the whole thing is like the war between the machines and man are over with, and now like anybody who's dying to get out of the Matrix and live in Zion like wants to, why would the machines be cool with this? Because if you freed everybody, then yeah. they lose their power source. Right. So clearly that war is just going to start back up again. And also like how many how many beds you got in Zion, dude? How much fucking oatmeal slop you got? And yeah. why would the Matrix exist if it's just for programs now? Yeah. You know? Yeah, if it's not the thing that's like it's just keeping f- these people yeah. duped while they're being used as a food source, which is the whole fucking point oh. of the Matrix in the first place. It's just going to be porn clubs for computer programs. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just it's going to be all sex holodecks. <laughs> <laughs> this new round of the Matrix is all sex clubs. Because you let, you let computers run rampant long enough and just more porn, more porn. Oh, yeah. Starts... Porn begets porn. Yep. <laughs> that's what the Internet's doing right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And that's uh, that's it. We we look at this kind of cool sunrise. We end on a question mark because they do literally ask like, how long could this piece last? He's like, we'll see. Like, ooh, second. <laughs> There's also like a like an oracle line. Like, like I think the little girl's like, will we ever see Neo again? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and, and she's th- like, oh yes, I think we will. Wouldn't surprise me one box office bit. <laughs> Five years from now, The Matrix, Rise of Morpheus, I'm almost certain it'll happen. Well, if it means more screen time for the great Larry Fishburne, oh, no, I mean, so it, be it. It would be a young him. It couldn't be. Oh, you're talking prequel. Yeah, of course. Well, that's what I was saying. When I was rewatching the first one, there's all those, uh, like, Keanu Reeves, the whole reason he gets found out by them is because they know he's searching for Morpheus. Yeah. So he's on his computer, and you see all these, like, newspaper headlines, like, Morpheus wanted in blah, blah, blah. Known global terrorist Morpheus. And I was like, 
What are those stories that got him on like the FBI's most wanted list? Well, I mean, I think that's the Matrix fucking with him. Like they, they make right. him out to be a child killer, you know? Oh, so it's not like in the hunt for the one yeah, Morpheus yeah. has been causing all sorts yeah, of trouble. Yeah. It's all phony baloney. Yeah, yeah I think. That oh, that's too bad. That's or, sad. Or is it? Uh, maybe, maybe he killed some kids. I don't know. Yeah, why not? <laughs> is that one of the things that they make him out to be a child killer? Sure. I would like to see because they also in that first movie say like. Sorry, we pulled you out. You're so old. We normally yeah. don't do that. Blah blah blah. I want to see a botch job for something yeah. like that. You unplug somebody from the Matrix and it doesn't stick. Someone just starts flopping around like a fish or something. Or you turn like Bruce Davidson in that first X Men movie, <laughs> just a big jellyfish. That would be cool. <sighs> would anybody recommend this movie? No, man. It was a real slog. Two and a half hours of nothing. Yep. I mean, yeah. you, the the best part is the fight, which isn't very good, and all of the Agent Smith stuff again is the best part of this movie, which is super hammy and just to rehash the first one. And there's so many characters I couldn't care less about. If you want to see a better Hugo Weaving movie, check out Reckless Kelly by Yahoo Serious. <laughs> yeah, really? What's, what's yeah. that about? Oh boy, honestly, go watch it. All right, okay. go wa- go watch it and get back to me. So, Chris uh, Cabin, are you recommending? Oh, absolutely not. No, no you can do so much. Uh, two hours of your life. You do anything with that. I kind of <laughs> want Hugo even to come back as that Red Skull. When's that happening? That I could do. I would love that. He was badass as the Red Skull, he man. He was good. Um, I will say, I, I, should, yeah. I, I think probably what the thing is with a lot of the more recent movies, like Cloud Out, both Cloud Atlas and Jupiter Ascending. So, the Wachowski films. <laughs> it feels like the three, these three movies tried to scrunched into one. Oh, you're yeah. saying like getting a trilogy into one. Well, because yeah. let's face it, they're not going to let them touch a sequel. No. Someone's uh, got to make money first. Someone's got to make a lot of money first. So they are trying to pack in all that story. But what sucks, and I said this when Jupiter Ascending came out, was like at least they're doing like original non-franchise stuff. Sure. Um, like Cloud Atlas is an adaptation of a book, yeah. but like still, it's not like a comic book movie or whatever. Sure. But stop fucking it up. Call somebody like I, I a writer, know, Eric, Eric Roth. <laughs> Get Eric Roth on the phone and have him write you a movie. Would he write a screenplay? Eric Roth? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, of he's course written he, some. Yeah, right? he, he wrote uh, Curious uh, Case of Benjamin Button. Oh, that's and right. Forrest Gump. Who uh, am I thinking of? Philip Roth. Philip Roth. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, I feel like. You're better just pretending it's one movie. You have to. It's, yeah. it's a much better. It's a better movie. It's a better series. That ending is so much better than the end of this movie. I yeah. wish it was. If if you said, "Hey, there's a Matrix where there's only one Matrix movie," <laughs> I might be tempted to plug in. <laughs> That's the Matrix Revolutions from 2003, directed by the Wachowskis. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website whmpodcast.com or check us out on Sideshow Network. TV. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Write into the We Hate Movies mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and view the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Now, clue for next week's episode. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Again. Sean Connery again. You got named after the dog. <laughs> wait, that's wait, no, that's, that's John Reese yeah. Davies, yeah. So until next week with Sean Connery, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. Chris Gavin. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>